This is the Discussions in Body Art podcast, where health inspectors and other regulators, body art facility owners and managers, practitioners, and others can hear concise information about body art safety. If you're interested in bite-sized body art information, this is the podcast for you. My name is John Johnson, and I'm your host. Please see Session Zero for disclaimers. The hierarchy of controls refers to a tiered system that ranks available workplace safety methods. This system prioritizes controls according to their effectiveness at minimizing or eliminating workplace hazards. In this session, I'll be describing engineering controls, work practice controls, personal protective equipment, administrative controls, environmental controls, and communications. Thinking and talking about managing risk in body art studios in terms of these controls allows studio owners and managers to compartmentalize individual tasks, areas, and their associated risks, which in turn allows them to develop specific policies and provide training. OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, places engineering controls which are mechanical devices that isolate or remove a hazard from the workplace at the top. In a body art facility, the trash bin that stores the waste produced during a procedure, the sharps container that stores used contaminated needles, barriers, and a container used for storing contaminated reusable instruments are examples of engineering controls. If a practitioner uses an instrument such as forceps or hemostats to transfer a used needle to the sharps container rather than their fingers, that is the use of an engineering control. In risk management, we utilize work practice controls next if engineering controls are in place but hazards still remain. Work practice control is the way a task is performed to minimize risk. For example, a practitioner might scrub reusable instruments gently underwater to prevent splash in the cleaning stage of instrument reprocessing, or purposefully hold contaminated forceps by only the handle rather than the end with teeth and corners. When we've been in our body art careers for many years, it's easy to perform tasks mindlessly even when there's risk. Muscle memory just takes over and we may not be as naturally cautious as we should be. Being mindful when we perform tasks leads us to work practice controls. Personal protective equipment, PPE, is what we rely on when engineering and work practice controls haven't eliminated all risks. When a body art practitioner is wearing gloves because they're trying to protect a surface from their bare hands, like protecting a glass display from fingerprints, those gloves aren't PPE. PPE is worn when they need a barrier for their own safety. In that case, they're definitely exposed to a hazard. In a body art studio, this would be blood or OPIM, other potentially infectious materials or chemicals. When using PPE, the practitioner must be aware of its limitations, know when to change it, and be skilled at safely removing it. Administrative controls are the official policies a company has in place. In a body art studio, they might be found in the exposure control plan, infection prevention plan, waste management plan, general operations manual, training manuals, company handbook, or any other similar documents they've created. Policies or standard operating procedures might state when certain tasks are supposed to be done, such as what times doorknobs must be disinfected or what circumstances require disinfection of countertops. 
Perhaps only workers with current Bloodborne Pathogen standard training certificates are allowed to perform certain tasks. A safety-related company policy is an administrative control. Environmental controls are the way the building's structural features and furnishings are utilized for workplace safety. In body art studios, HEPA filters are often installed in key places to help pull microbe-carrying dust particles from the air. Rooms are designated for specific purposes like performing body art services and decontamination and sterilization tasks. Inside piercing rooms, there's usually a specific area that consolidates the trash bin, sharps container, and a shelf used to store contaminated but reusable instruments. The intentional consolidation of these high-risk surfaces is an environmental control. In the sterilization room, dirty and clean zones are usually separated with a barrier, or they're on opposite sides of the room. Using the features of a room or building are environmental controls. We discuss administrative and environmental controls the least. People who own or manage facilities usually have backgrounds in body art and may not have much or any previous experience writing operating manuals and designing communication programs. It may not be something they're naturally interested in, so they may not consider them high value. When opening the facility, they may have had a limited budget and worked within the limitations of the existing structure rather than redesigning the building around their needs. Inefficient use of space may be one of the hardest improvements to make in a body art facility. While owners, managers, and workers in body art facilities don't usually use the term communications program, they have one. This is the collection of their written plans like exposure control and infection prevention plans. Signage like biohazard stickers and in-house training that gets done like when someone new starts or maybe at company meetings. Communication is important because it helps make policies clear, clarifies risk management, and keeps information universal. It's hard to point at any control and suggest it's more or less important than the others. They're all valuable because they complement each other. You can't have an effective safety management program without using one control to compensate for shortcomings of another. We don't have the technology to provide a body piercing without a reasonably anticipated exposure to blood, so we implement engineering controls first. Exposure still remains, so we use work practice controls next. No matter how diligent we are with work practice controls, when piercing, we must still use PPE. Thanks for listening to this session. I hope you found it useful. Please email questions, comments, and suggestions to john at newflowerstudio.com. Find me on LinkedIn at linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash johnj562. If you find my content valuable, you can help me out by suggesting this podcast to your colleagues. Subscribe on Patreon for exclusive content and visit newflowerstudio.com forward slash nfw forward slash podcast to learn more.